headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you, the people. That's right, we help you win in your life, specifically in your money, in your work, and in your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me this hour. The phone number to jump in, because it is your show, America, is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. The fabulous Jade Warshaw ready to go, warmed up. Did you do voice exercises in the green room? There she is, pitch perfect as always. She'll take your money questions. I'll jump in. And then, hey, you got some work questions, some mindset stuff. Hey, I'm struggling here. Uh, I feel like I've got uh, a lid on me professionally, which is affecting me financially. Any of those work-related questions I'll take on. And Jade Wade's, uh, weighs in as well. So let's go to the Big Apples where we start. Julie is waiting on us. Julie, how can we help today? Hi, guys. How Thanks are you? my call. Yeah, you I'm bet. good. Um, so I'm calling, I've been listening to your podcast, like probably over the last year. And then since 2024, I've really been like obsessed with it and listening to it every single day. So That's like, awesome. I, I think I need to call it. Um, so I'm calling because I feel like my husband and I have the baby steps, like all out, all out of order. Okay. So we have debt, we have credit card debt, we have car payments, we have a mortgage and we have student loans, but I feel like we, we have savings to pay off our credit card debt, but I'm just nervous that if we pay it off, we're going to like plummet our savings. And then if there is an emergency, yeah, it, it's been hard since we bought our house to build our savings back up. So I'm just like, I like having that cushion. We have like about 30 over a little over 30,000 in our savings. Okay. And about 13,000 in credit card debt. Okay. So I'm like, we could just pay that off right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm nervous to just like see it plummet and then we have other payments too. Yes, right. Yeah, there's um you know that that emotional feeling is normal because you're used to seeing a pile of money in your account. You log in, you're used to seeing it, and there's part of that it's giving you a, a truly a false sense of security, right? Because if you do the math, which you don't have mm-hmm. to do much, you can do the math and see well that 30,000 is not actually your 30,000. It belongs to Capital One and the car company and Sally Mae or, you know, Nabian or whoever holds your student loan. And you're just mm-hmm. keeping it from them. That's not actually your money. And so when yeah. you when you put it that way and you start to realize, listen, the debt that I owe, that's the real that's the real scary thing. That's the risk that I've created in my life. And until I give them the money that I owe them, they're not going to stop coming after me. And so the real question then is, what's scarier to have these companies relentlessly coming after you for money or to just give them the money that you owe them and get on with your life? Right. So. Right. Yeah. Back to your point of kind of I feel like we're doing the baby steps out of order. That means, you know, the right order. And there's. Yeah. There's a reason for that. And I I want to take a moment and explain the reason. uh, Insecurity. Yeah, but I think if you understand the reason underneath it, it'll make a lot more sense. And this is for anybody listening. It's not just we don't do it like this because it has a nice ring to it. Right. We do it like this because it truly does work. Um, So when you do the first thing, you have the thousand dollars of security. You know, let's debunk that. That is supposed to make you feel a little bit shaky. So if you were to take that 30,000 and apply it to debt and only, or in this case, take 29,000, apply it to debt and keep a thousand there, that is going to make you feel uncomfortable and it should. So I want to validate that feeling. 
the hope is that you go, okay, I can't live like this forever. Let me tackle baby step two, which is paying off all that debt besides your mortgage. And so that should light kind of a fire underneath you to like, let's keep going. Let's go as quickly as possible. And the funny thing is, okay, so your car, your credit card payments, how much do you pay every month to credit cards? So this month we actually put like a, a large chunk. We like threw like six grand towards it. Okay. Okay. Um, on Okay. Six grand. How much do you pay towards your car notes every month? Um, about a thousand for both of our cars. Okay. How much do you pay towards student loans every month? A thousand. Okay. So that's $8,000. I don't have any, but it's my husband's. But look, look at what I'm doing here in three months in three and a half months, you'll have the $30,000 back once you pay off this debt. That's how quickly you'll resave yeah. this money because all of that money is going out the door in payments. But when you have it back, you'll save lightning speed. Yeah. Like you'll you'll save so much faster, then you'll be able to start investing a full percentage into retirement. So there's a way that this works because the thing is, if you don't pay off this debt, it's going to linger on. Right. And that's the thing like with our in- the interest rate and everything, I feel like yeah. We're just wasting money. And you're not going to be able to yeah. do the things that most people say they want to do. I'm sure you want to have um I'm sure you want to have a nice retirement. I want to I'm sure you if you have kids you're going to want to save for their college. You're not going well, to have that's the That's the thing too like Go ahead. When I mentioned the baby steps are out of order, like we have a retirement for our daughter. We ha- I have a um we have a college savings for her. We have we're tithing to our church and I'm also like is it wise to tithe? Yes. When I have debt? Yes. I know it's more like a spiritual heart thing, but well, no, it, you know yes, I mean? like, it is, like- but it's also a principle of giving. When you give, you receive. When you have an open hand, money goes out and money comes in. So even if you're not a Christian yes. person, it is a great principle to just live by. So I would continue to tithe um, at the minimum, ten, okay. like 10%. I would continue to do that. I would pause all other investing for the time being. Again, mm-hmm. the baby steps, it works for a reason. Because here's the thing. if Let's pretend, let's say that you say, I'm going to keep investing my money. And I'm going to use this $30,000, though, and I'm going to pay off some of this debt. You're already out of order because you're continuing to investing to invest, which means you're paying off your debt slower, which means it's going to take you longer to get out of debt. And if you happen to have a major emergency, do you want to know what people do? They look at their 401k and they go, oh, well, maybe I can use that money. As opposed to when uh-huh. you only have a thousand dollars saved, baby, you get what is known as creative and you start coming up with ideas and you do everything you can because you've removed that false safety net from under you. And now it's just you and your money. But when you and when you do it the That's right true. way, you're out of debt, you start investing and then your investments are actually your investments. You don't touch them. They stay there. They they grow they compound interest like they're supposed to. And now you're doing things the right way. So there really is um, all sorts of structural components in building this house the right way. Julie, how much time will it take to get out of debt if you do this? You use this 29000 or whatever the situation is as Jade's walking you through this. How much, when are you going to get done? If, if you use the savings now to eliminate debt, what's your payoff date? Well, I could pay it like today. That's my credit card debt. I know. I know. Yeah, so then what, thing. I'm like, what about the rest of it? You still just, have it's a... just my, yeah, we still have the other stuff. How much is the other stuff? Um, so, so how long do you anticipate it would take? You guys are making large chunks, which is good. 
But we're running out of time. Just give me a ballpark. Okay. How long before we pay it all um, off if we if we liquidate the savings? I, I, I would have to sit down and like really do the math. Well, right. we know for sure you got eight thousand dollars a month. So my guess is you could probably strike Pretty that fast. up to ten thousand bucks a month. We make about twelve. We make about twelve thousand a month. Okay. Listen. Together. So here's the point. Here's why I'm asking. You have got to map that out today. Like as soon as this call is done. What's the payoff date once we use most of that thirty? And when you get the picture, the vision of how quickly your life changes and you get ahead like Jay just laid out, this is a no-brainer. It's nothing to be insecure about. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. Thrilled that you're with us, America. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. We're going to talk about your money. We'll talk about your work. We'll talk about your relationships. All three of those areas are intricately connected. And when you're not winning in one, we tend to see that you may not be winning in others. And if you're in a four-alarm fire in any of those areas, we're here to help as well. Jade Warshaw joins me. I'm Ken Coleman with Ramsey Personalities. We are your host today, 888 5225. Julian is up next in New York City. Julian, how can we help? Hi, thank you for taking my call. You so, bet. my question right now, I am around 20 years old, or I am 20 years old in college, and I'm currently making around twenty dollars to $25,000 a month. And my boss wanted to give me a pretty big bonus for basically hitting a pretty big benchmark in, in sales, around $1.5 And he wanted to give me a $50,000 bonus to put towards any gift. He didn't just want to give it to me cash. And he wanted to essentially help me buy a new car. And I'm 20, I'm in college. And realistically, financially, it wouldn't make a really big dent for me to put an extra, you know, 10 to 20 into a car and potentially get like a 60 to $70,000 car. And I was wondering, if it wasn't, you know, a stupid financial decision, do you think that would be potentially a good decision for me to make, you know, given that I'm, I'm 20, and it wouldn't hurt me financially? You have no debt or any debt at all? No debt, nothing. No I debt. Two hundred thousand in savings. And you're making twenty five, twenty twenty five grand a month. Correct. And he's going to put, he's going to give you fifty towards a car. And so, if you buy a fifty thousand dollar car, you don't pay a nickel. If you buy a seventy thousand dollar car, you pay twenty, and you've already got two hundred plus in the bank. Am I hearing all this correct. right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but well, what's your what's what you, your concern? I have a concern. Well, let's hear his first. What's your? Why'd you call I, us to ask us about this? 
Well, I was just wondering because I think that I'm relatively mature for my age. Mm-hmm. And I guess going back to school, I'm taking a semester off and I'm going back to school, um, you know, in, 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 in August, in the fall. And I was just wondering, you know, given that I've worked so hard for the last few years, I feel that I, I deserve it and I'm excited to drive around in, in a nice car, not have to drive around in the Subaru. But I don't know, I guess other people kind of seeing that, I don't want to look like the kind of person who, like my parents bought me a really nice car. You know what I mean? Even I understand what mine. you're saying, but if I'm in your shoes, I don't give a crap what anybody thinks about the car I'm driving, especially if it was a gift. And if it were me, unless I'm missing something... The guy's going to give you 50000 towards If he will not give it to you as a bonus, he's going, I'm doing it this way, then the rules right. are the rules. And you're busting it. You're killing it. Right. Unless I'm missing something. Uh, but if it were me, I wouldn't get $70,000 car. I'd get a $50,000 car and not pay a nickel. I'd take the free car. I wouldn't put any yeah. extra money into <laughs> that. But let me also say... If you've been listening to this program, Dave talks about the ratio. Jade can break that down as when we talk about ratio to what you make. So for you to spend twenty on top of the fifty, based That's on what fine. you make and what you've got in the bank, it's a no-brainer. So you're, if your concern is I'm worried about what others are going to say because I'm young and I'm driving a nice car around, first of all, I don't give a crap what they think, and secondly, you've got a legitimate story. You're not a trust fund baby. There's nothing for you to be ashamed of. You've worked really hard to get to this point where you're making incredible money, young man. You've been frugal. You have no debt. Uh, man, I'd say enjoy this bonus. I have a question, though. Uh, I have a couple questions. Um, you mentioned going back to school. What does that mean for your income when you go back to school? Well, surprisingly, I've actually been able to balance this pretty well with school. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just want to finish getting the, your, the the degree. I think that it's valuable, and my parents are you know, very thankful they're paying for it. So now you're doing I, this while in school, correct? Correct. Yeah, he's yes. making this money while okay. in school. He, when you said going back to school in August, it made it seem like you were gone for a while. Or had no, finished. I'm, I may take a bit of a pay cut, but realistically, I'll still be able to make a pretty decent, uh, a pretty decent <laughs> amount. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're 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 crushing it. That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, you're 20 years old. What do you, I want to know, what do you sell? What do you, can you tell us? Yeah, so I work with influencers online who have very big audiences, like anywhere from 200,000 to to a million followers online, and I okay. basically help sell and market products to those. Uh, to, to basically their, their audience, whether it's real estate or uh, make money online coaching, anything like that, fitness coaching. Fantastic. That's awesome. And market, yeah. Yeah, this, this is a, a no-brainer. That's excellent. This is a no-brainer. Get the car. Cool. Add, hey, how much you, How much of your own money are you going to add with it, or are you just going to take the 50000 and get a $50,000 oh, car? I'm thinking if I decide to get a car, I'll just get the car I really want, and if that ends up being 70 I'll put an extra 20 If it ends up being 50 I'll... That's I'll great. Just, Love it. just be smart. That's great. Just and who cares smart. what other haters think? They're drinking on that haterade. Yeah. You, you worked hard for this. Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that story. You don't get that call very often. That's why I ask all the questions. want to make sure I got all the facts. Well, that one's pretty straightforward. Way to go, young man. All right, let's go to uh, Andrea in San Antonio, Texas. Andrea, how can we help? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? My husband and I don't know what we should do regarding a house we have been trying to sell since last June. Mm. There are three builders in the neighborhood building homes and apartments. There are several streets of brand new homes for sale. The builders have their own financing companies. So on top of having lowered the prices 
of the new homes for sale, they are also offering lower interest rates to potential buyers. Mm -hmm. We don't think this scenario will change in 2024. The expenses for this home total about $1,100 per month. My husband has been unemployed for seven months now, and I just got a part-time job. So with my part-time job, I'm guessing that our income is going to be about 5000 a month starting this month. Okay. So we're na- nervous because we've been digging into our savings for several months now. My husband is a software engineer, so we thought that he was going to be able to find another job quickly, but it's been seven months and help, he hasn't found a job. Help me understand the timeline a little bit better and what caused you to move in the first place. So you had this house and you moved. Did you move far away? Are you in the same state? Help me understand a little bit more. We are about 30 minutes from this house. Okay. We downsized. Our kids grew up, left, joined the military. The house was too big for us. And you um, bought another house? Yes. Both Girl. houses are paid for. Both houses are paid for? Yes. Then why why did you say, so the thousand, the 1100 what is that, like taxes and insurance? What's Yes. Okay. Yes, taxes, insurance, um, utilities. So help, you've got two paid for homes. You're not able to rent it? Well, that's the issue with the location. It is something like a dormitory city. Okay. And Great. it has lots of new homes, and but traffic is really bad to get there. Uh, we only had two complaints from potential buyers. One was that there was no bathtub in the master bathroom. Uh-huh. And the other was the location. They thought it was too far and there are no grocery I'm, stores. Yeah, but I'm you gonna, said builders are in their building around you, right and left. That means it's a good location. Lower the price. Do you have a good real estate agent? Um, I do. It's one recommended by Dave. We think he's really good. It's the second time we work with him. We really don't think it's the problem is the real estate agent. Yes. We think it's the competition. Yeah, which then is why, why Ken is saying lower the price. He's not saying take a, di- a, like a drastic plummet, but go... Go little by little until you can really pinpoint what the value of this property is. Let me point out another problem, though, because you're telling me the problem is this and this and that. I'm seeing what bothers. Let me tell you what's bothering me about this situation. I see someone with two paid for homes, which I think that's great. You you bought two homes in cash. Eleven hundred dollars shouldn't be breaking your world right now. And I think it's because you guys' income is so low and I know your husband's looking for work. You guys got to get that income up. That's the biggest fire that you need to put out right now because when you're earning the right amount of money, suddenly this $1,100 on two properties that you own, you're going to start to look at that as a blessing instead of a burden. And right now it's a burden because your husband is not working full time. Yeah, this is, uh, he's been seven months. I don't know what the seven months is. We're running out of time, but you don't need a part-time job. You need two or you need a full-time job uh, until you figure out how to sell this house. You don't need two houses either. So you guys are close, but this is just some hustle right now in a couple different areas. Thanks for the call. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. America, thrilled that you are with us. It's where we help you win in your money, in your work, and in your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me this hour. The phone number is 888-825-5225. And 
Jade uh, across the studio, through the glass, on the debt-free stage. In the lobby are some folks, and that means we've got a debt-free screen coming your way. Uh, Gary and Melissa, welcome. Thanks. Thanks. All right, where are you guys from? From Belle Plaine, Minnesota. Belle Plaine, Minnesota. Is that near Minneapolis? Just south of Minneapolis. Okay, good. Boy, are you just excited to see the sun this time of year? Yep. (laughs) There it is. All right, so uh, all this way to do a debt-free scream. Very exciting. So let's hear the numbers. How much debt did you pay off and how long? We paid off $165,000 over 47 months. All right. Wow. And what was your range of income? We started at about a 160 and ended at about 200. Ooh, what uh, what led to the uh, bump in pay? We just leaned into our careers. We both earned promotions and okay. stuck to it. What do you mean by promotions? They were he moved from a um, factory position to a safety manager, and okay. I just kind of took different roles at my current company. And what are you doing? I'm a client relationship manager. Okay, fantastic. That is awesome. All right, what was uh, all this debt? What did the 165 get comprised of? By the time we finally got down to just writing everything out, um, we had a HELOC that we had been leaning on, we had a car, and then we had a credit card that we were just kind of paying off every month. Um, so that was probably the smallest and easiest one to pay off. Okay, so pretty good size HELOC. Yeah, it was about 40000 Yeah, we used wow. it to remodel our basement and then kind of kept it and kept it going. Okay, all right. So tell us, 47 months ago, what happens? What was the catalytic moment to lead you on this journey? Yeah, so he was going back to school. It was his last semester, and we had found we were kind of, we were trying to cash flow it, but we'd get a little short, so we'd pull a little bit out of the HELOC. We were getting kind of sloppy, and his last semester came up, and the, the tuition payment was going to be due, and we finally said, this is it. Um, we're doing it in cash, and we had about two and a half months before that was due, mm-hmm. and we did it, and that was kind of our, our biggest victory as we got started. That's awesome. So you're funding education out of the HELOC. A little bit, yeah. Cash flowing it, but then we were kind of filling the gaps. We were just being sloppy. There yeah. was no reason for it. Yeah. So what was kind of like, you hit the moment of like, listen, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to start paying cash. What, how did you find Ramsey? Like, how did you find like this? And this is the way we're going to do it going forward. Yeah, we knew about it before that. Uh, we just weren't following it. We kind of thought we were doing good on our on our path. Mm-hmm. You know, we were kind of budgeting. Um but then it was just like, just tired of the revolving debts. Like this year it was a HELOC. A couple of years before it was a 401k loan. It just kind of things, we were just, it was a shell game. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of moving the debt around and it just got tiring. Mm. It does get tiring. So you're working the baby steps. Is this, you're getting on a budget. Is this you guys picking up extra work or is this like, listen, we're just tightening up on the budget. We're just getting very clean on what we're doing. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was pretty much just us um, tightening it up as much as we could cutting out any uh, unnecessary expenses. Uh, we didn't have any side hustles, but we tried to do more experience-based activities with the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot of camping, uh, going up to the cabin, stuff like that. So just try to cut out those unnecessary expenses. Do yeah. you uh, do the ice fishing in Minnesota? Do you guys do that? We do. And I guess spear fishing is probably Yeah, I learned about fishing. that. <laughs> I don't want to go down the rabbit hole for the rest of the people who don't care. But you talk about camping and all that. And I heard about how you do the ice fishing. Like It's like a whole thing. It's like a, a whole experience. Everybody goes out and all that jazz. Yep. It's fun. Yeah. No, I don't think it is. I'll be honest. <laughs> I heard it described and I didn't think it was fun at all. But uh, much, much love to you on that. All right. So uh, let's talk about this. What was, was there... Uh, was there a beginning point that you guys said, okay, we'd heard a little bit about this Ramsey stuff. Now we're going to do it. Was it hard or was it, we were on the same page. 
What was the beginning of that journey like when you finally said, all right, we're committing? How? I mean, was it hard for you or did you just roll right through it? It was a little bit of getting on the same page. We started with that first goal of getting that last um, tuition payment. And then from there, it was adopting the budget, which um, I wrote out the budget. I'm the nerd. Um, it took <laughs> him a little bit to get into the budget. But once we started rolling, then uh, we were both fully bought in. Yeah, I was reluctant at first. It was uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the idea of getting on that budget was a little rough. Um, mm-hmm. But once you saw it start to really work, that's when I brought bought in all the way. So relate to that a little bit, because I know a lot of people dislike budgeting, right? They hear the word budget. They think it's a punishment. They think it's something that's holding them back. Uh, What changed that for you? Because I I love talking to people who don't like budgeting and changing their minds. So the one thing that was neat is Melissa printed out this kind of like Detris, Detris, Uh like all the little pieces equal to a certain amount of money. And we had that sitting on our refrigerator and then every time we were paying off any amounts uh melissa was really good at filling in those spaces i like to fill it in (laughs) so you like to feel the milestone like you want to feel the milestone you're celebrating it's kind of a fun process yeah and it was a way to see that work and we did the same thing with our house where we printed off a picture of like balloons holding up our house and each one was a, a certain dollar amount and now wait a minute did you pay the house off we did. What? <laughs> oh, you didn't tell what? us that. Wait <laughs> never, a second. I, I that's was digging. Ju- I that's was like, the juicy part. I was trying to figure out how big was that credit card. Listen. You paid your house off? <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. That's amazing. Okay, okay, okay. That makes that a just, little more sense. Yes, we just got into it. Guys, I need you to shout that from the rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys Congratulations. are like, oh, hum. All right, now, who are your biggest cheerleaders on the way? I would say we've got some family that um, was walking the journey along with us. And then my parents, um, we just like to talk money. You know, there's more that's um, caught than taught. And Mm -hmm. it was those conversations that just kind of kept us focused and motivated. Wow. That's awesome. So what's next? You got to pay for a home, no debt, life is good. What do you do? What do you do to celebrate? And don't say ice fishing. Uh, (laughs) well we came here (laughs) okay um and then we've got some fun projects for the house now that it's Mm -hmm. all done we've kind of it's time to have some fun there yeah and you don't have to take out a heloc to do it that's the best part (laughs) speed of cash that's so (laughs) fun all right i see the kiddos over there um let's bring them up and then we're going to talk about them for a second we've got uh tell us who they are and the ages yeah, we've got Charlotte is 13, uh-huh. Kelvin is 11, and Caleb is 7. Okay, and and so how quickly did you bring them into this journey, and then how involved were they in the conversations around this? Because you just said, uh, Melissa, that you and your family talk about money. I'm guessing these kiddos have a pretty good idea about what we're about to do, yeah? Yeah, oh yeah, they do. They listen to the podcast with us a lot of the time. Um, we have the game at home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've played that a few times. Uh-huh. Um, you know our um, debt trackers were up on the fridge so they saw it the same as we did um, so it was really a family journey they knew kind of what the goal was and why we did things the way we did okay and no griping no complaining they were pretty good soldiers nah they're pretty good okay they're pretty easy all right. that's awesome <laughs> all right I love well it. this is really exciting well listen before we do the screen i want to let you know we're also going to give you uh some gifts here uh one is uh dave's total money makeover that's for you to give to someone else because you guys have you guys have actually done this and then baby steps millionaires uh, dave's latest book and that's where you guys are headed uh probably pretty quickly with the income you guys have so those are our gift to you all right let's do this is the team ready the kiddos have they been practicing they're old enough 
enough to I got to hear you guys. All right, I don't want to hear all those different tones coming out. Let's do this thing. We've got Gary, Melissa, Charlotte, Kelvin, and Caleb, all from the Minneapolis area. They paid off one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars in forty-seven months, starting out making one sixty and ending at two hundred thousand. Let's go, team! Let's hear your debt-free scream. Three. Three. Two, one, we're dead free. I heard them all. I heard them all. Did you? I it's, heard every voice. Little, you're the professional musician. Did you pick? I picked up all three voices. I don't know what you call it. I heard all of them. There was no harmony, but I heard all three. <laughs> well, you're tough. You're all a tough four. one to. It's like a judge all from five. American Idol. That's right. I would never want to do that in front of you. Uh, but this is a great example of how a family's tree, as Dave has said, for decades changes. So very, very cool. True that. Awesome stuff. All right. Don't go anywhere. We've got to take a quick break. Jade Warshaw, Ken Coleman with you. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. Jade Warshaw joins me. The phone number for you to jump in is 888-825-5225. 888-825-5225. We'll take your work questions, your money questions today. And uh, don't forget, your income is your greatest wealth building tool. And now more than ever, I'm telling you, if you're not making what you want to make, the opportunities are there. We want to help you spend that money wisely as well. 888-825-5225. Let's go to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And that's where Jacob is. Jacob, how can we help? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Uh, so me and my fiance are about to be out of pharmacy school in May, and it's about to be a huge 180 from making pretty much, you know, little to no money as mm-hmm. interns, and we're about to be pharmacists. Nice. Uh, so I just I just don't really know where to start. I guess I understand a little bit about budgeting and you know understanding where my money's going, but I just don't know 100 percent where I put my money while we're saving for things like. You know, getting married and uh, what's and your gonna, what's your what's your income's going to be individually? Give us those numbers roughly. Individually, I expect either one of us to make a hundred to hundred and twenty a year. I would say starting out would be pretty pretty reasonable. When do you get married? Um, so we thought about doing it this summer, but with getting licensed and the big tests and everything, I think we're going to push it to fall. But really, we want to get married, you know, as quick as possible, but not being ridiculous, you know. Mm. Any debt coming out of school? Yes. Um, so I have about fifty-five thousand in student loans, and she has about eighty, so one hundred and thirty-five total. And are you guys planning to live together? We are. We are already living together. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. What other debt do you have be- besides the student loans? Um, she has about, I think, five thousand left on a car. Okay. Um, a twenty thirteen Jetta, and then I have obviously about. Twenty five hundred dollars in a ring. Twenty five hundred in a ring. Okay. Anything yeah, else? Twenty five hundred in a ring. Yeah. Uh, that is all the debt. That okay. We have. So you're living together. You're not combining your money, though, right? I just want to be sure. So that's the that's the thing. I mean, we are going to combine our money when we're married, but obviously, day one when we collect a paycheck, we will not be together. Right. I guess it, in a bank account, you know. Right. Okay. Here's just. This is me being your big sister for a moment. Uh, don't postpone the wedding out of the comfort of your living together and you're already kind of doing, you're doing life. Marriage, in your case, is just the piece of paper. And I don't want the comfort of that to cause you to push that date even further because 
that piece of paper is really important for you guys protection wise. So just right. a little note there. Um, so you're going to be in when you graduate, you're going to be making upwards of two hundred to two hundred forty thousand dollars combined. Uh, and you guys probably won't get married till the fall. So the question is, who's paying for the wedding and how much do you need to save up? That's the first question. I mean, that's a great question. And I will say it's pretty early on. I proposed like three days ago on Friday. Oh, so, congratulations. congrats. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so I'm coming down from that high and I'm trying to think about all this stuff. And this stuff is obviously piling on top of me where, you know, those type of questions. Um, I think I am obviously going to be paying for that wedding i don't really know i've heard tradition that the father's supposed to you know pay but when i shook his hand and like you know talked to him and got her blessing i never even thought about that stuff mm. i was i was fully That's okay. thinking that i'm gonna pay for this wedding well, you know? whoa, 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 whoa. okay here's the deal don't assume that let her bring it up to pops right you're not supposed to talk to him yeah. about that anyway you didn't do anything wrong just a little side note you asked for his right. daughter's hand in marriage not what he's gonna pay for I know. Yeah, so let, you her, did good. let her find out. Uh, yeah, let her dig <laughs> into that sure. one for sure. But but Jade's right. That's a pretty big checklist item to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I think that that's really important to find out. And here's the thing, regardless of what they're going to add, you should kind of just decide on you. Y'all, you two together get together mm-hmm. and say, listen, what are we willing to spend? Uh, fiance, what can you chip in? And husband to be, what will you chip in? And that way you kind of, at, le- at the very least, you can know your own numbers. Um, now let's deal with this debt because you've both got more than half a year to make some serious headway on paying off your debt. Are you earning anything while you're finishing up school? I would say the bare minimum just to get to get there. We're going we're gonna to be, you know, skipping barely along. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, so really not until... An unpatient. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say really not until May... You won't have much, even to knock out the ring or the car, two thousand and five thousand. Right, just because uh, it's an unpaid internship in the okay. last year of your pharmacy school, and and really the weekend pay. You know, we make fifty to you know one hundred fifty dollars a weekend just paying groceries. Pretty much right now, we're in a lucky situation that we're staying in a place that my grandpa owns right now, but we're just staying in a little apartment. So, okay, okay. So when May comes, you're hitting the ground hard. You're saving up for this wedding. If there's anything extra, you're paying off your smallest debt, which is the ring, and she's paying off her smallest debt, which is the car. It'd be great if you guys w- were able to get into, th- I mean, with that salary, it's possible that you can both get into this marriage and both all of you, you both only have your student loans to go. So that's what I'd aim for. And of course, like Ken said, we're having that conversation with the dad, not you, but she is, about whether they're contributing or not yeah, to the and, wedding. And how familiar are you with our baby steps, Jacob? I am not familiar. I, you know, I hear okay. it. Talk, I need to get on some stuff like that. I've got it's all debt, good, brother. I, We're going to help you out. Yeah. So here, let me just, Jay and I walk you through this really quick. So baby step one is to get a thousand dollars in a savings account. It's your rainy day. If something happens, it's only a thousand dollars. It's low on purpose. That means that as soon as you guys get out of school or anything beyond your basic payments and minimum payments, you both need to establish the $1,000. You got it? And then you take on your end of baby step two is to take on your individual debts, smallest to largest, okay? Baby step three is, once you've paid off all debt, is to then accumulate three to six months of your living expenses. And baby step four is now you're going to 
contribute 15, you're saving 15% of your income to retirement. Baby step five is you're funding kids college, six, pay off the house, seven, live and give like no one else. Okay. None of those are relevant to you right now. We're going to give you the program. We're going to get you all connected here uh, so that you guys can go through FPU on us. That's our wedding gift. Are you okay with mm-hmm. that, Jade? I love it. Uh, but that's where you got to wow. be right now. I mean, right out of the gate, Jade, he, they got to each individually tackle this hey, until let me, we come together, right? Let me tell you something. Um, I'm not opposed, and this is what I would do. Because you oh, guys like are gonna it. start, you're gonna start making money in May. WWJD. I need you. What I would do, I would secretly go to the courthouse and get a marriage certificate and be married on paper. Oh. And I would combine and start hitting this debt snowball in May instead of having to wait until you guys get married in the fall. And then in the fall, you just have a celebration and it's a party. How but I'm secret? Like, how y'all secret? been living together? You may as well get married. Who's? Uh, I like this. I'm going deeper. I, Who's I, on the list think, of the no? I think they to just two know. Of them. Yeah. Jacob, what do you think about this? This is a rather radical suggestion. It's radical. I, I like, like it. it, by the way. Jacob? I mean, yeah, yeah I, I totally, <laughs> that's, I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that's that. That's why you call here. Obviously, it's been three days. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and by the way, I that's WWJD. That. That's what would Jade do. Yes. Okay. Listen, the Doesn't paper. Doesn't mean you have to, but I like it. The Explain party it. is for the people. The paper is for the. What does it allow them to do immediately? They can combine their finances. Right. And, and, in a safe way under the cover of the law of matrimony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacob, what do you think your fiance would say about this idea? That I honestly, we feel. I mean, if I'm gonna be honest with you, we feel 100 percent like invested in each other. We feel. Yeah, but that I'm we talking about like lawfully we're married. Is, I'm gonna yes, be honest. But, we're not lawfully married, but we feel like we're gonna. We know we're gonna spend our lives together. Listen, everybody at. thinks they're gonna spend their life together. Nobody gets married and goes, "I'm gonna spend a couple yeah. years with you and then I'm a peace out." No one does that. So I'm not yeah. saying that to be negative, but I am saying that to be a realist. In that it is a fact. There is true protection under the law mm-hmm. for those who are married. So that's why we always just suggest people do it as quickly as possible because you never ever know what's going to take place mm-hmm. no one ever says yes that was the plan all along was to get married and then we break up yeah. or to get married and then you know i'm not going to even say anything negative like that because i don't I, I don't believe that that's going to happen but you have to plan and be smart um as though you don't know what will happen yeah. because you don't so, so so we need to do this shouldn't we also give them every dollar you're the every dollar queen listen what, what can we do we're giving away dave's stuff okay. i feel i feel very generous as right the now. wedding gift we give him financial peace university for sure and that or or like that ramsey plus bundle that includes the the every dollar i think you get several That's months of need. every dollar you get financial peace university the ramsey plus bundle has all these wonderful coaching and so many good things in it you'll Jacob. get that It's our gift to you, buddy. You guys use everything we're giving you. Begin to have the conversation now about all of this and understand the baby steps. They're going to guide you really well. Great hour, Jade. This is The Ramsey Show.